0: good morning everybody
1: everybody. so the band would like to say something to Jim you know we give thanks to our Lord every Sunday in this church but today we the band would like you to know that we give thanks for you and all the time that you've been with us we've come to know you as a true and faithful believer your knowledge and insight of the scriptures have given us peace. You made us laugh and you made us get tears in our eyes. You've educated us and ministered to us. You've loved us and been there for us. And for all of this, we are so grateful. Please know that we all love you. The entire congregation loves you and we will miss you. Now, if you will stand and join us in singing, give thanks. Two, and one, two, three.
2: see everybody here on this Father's Day Sunday. Uh, I've got a few announcements this morning. If you want to be on the prayer chain or buy a meal ticket for the Kairos weekend in July, please see Pastor Jim. Our first scripture reading this morning in the New Testament is Jonah 1 through 3. Jonah tries to run away from God. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, saying, Go at once to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah sent out to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid his fare and went on board to go with them to Tarshish away from the presence of the Lord, the word of God for the people of God. Thank you, God. Let us pray. Loving God, we gather in this place today to worship you and give you thanks. We praise you for all you give us. May we always be thankful. Open our hearts and our understanding this morning as your word is proclaimed. Give us to always know that you are with us. Guide us that we may seek you in spirit and in truth. Teach us to be holy, for you are holy. Remind us, as Jonah learned, that your word is always accomplished. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
3: Oh my goodness, today's just a day, right? It's a day of celebration and a day of Thanksgiving, and um, before I invite the children forward, I, of course, have announcements to add to that day, because I know you guys love it. I talked last week about doing youth days throughout the summer, and I am still trying to get back from different places for group rates, but I have the dates, and parents, I will have a flyer out in the lobby by the end of service, but we're going to have a youth day on July 16th and July 30th, and then again on August 13th and August 20th. And the whole idea is to get our youth in the congregation together so they can start building friendships. This is not a sit down and sing kumbaya and talk about our lives situation. We're going to be going out to places like main events or to local museums and doing things that are fun so that our youth can get to know each other. Because I know personally the youth group was a huge part of my life growing up. I had better friends in my church than I had at my school, and those relationships still exist for me today. I can still reach out and call my friends from youth group and say, hey, I need to talk, hey, I've got a problem, and they'll answer their phone every single time, and we want to make sure that our youth have that same foundation here at HHUMC, so that's the goal of that, and the flyers will be out in the, on the welcome table when you all exit the sanctuary. My kiddos, today, if you'd want to come up and sit up on the front pew, it's Father's Day, Right? So happy Father's Day to all the dad and dad types out there. We are so excited to celebrate you today and to give thanks for all of you and the roles you play in our lives. We talked on, they're so cute, we talked on Mother's Day about how, you know, being a parent, being a mom or being a dad, it's not not biological, right? Parents are built. Parents are being there every single morning when the kid wakes up at 4 a.m. wanting to watch cartoons and cereal. Being there in the middle of the night when somebody suddenly spikes a fever. Being there when the days are good and when the days are bad. And I think that is even, it's even more true for dads, right? Moms, if they get to carry a child, they build a relationship with that child before the child's born. But every dad has a moment where that child's in his arms or in his life. And he realizes that's my heart right there walking outside of me. It might not be your own child. It might not be somebody related to you at all. It might be a nephew or a niece. It might be a student, but every dad has that moment where they're like, wow, I love that person so much. I would do anything for them. We got a room full of dads here. We got a room full of church dads and you have all played a part in our lives and we are so grateful to all of you, particularly to the dad up here that we keep embarrassing today, even though he said he didn't want anything to happen for his retirement. We are so grateful
0: to all of the church dads. Well, will start our rainbows and rattlesnakes with the rainbow It is to see all of you here on this cool last Sunday of spring, all right? Summer will be here in a couple of days. You know, I, not, I, we can't wait, all right? But it's true. It's true. I was talking before the service started. Uh, our district superintendent, Greg, is uh, going to go to Australia this week. His his son lives in Brisbane, Australia, so we can pray for travel mercies for him. But, of course, he'll be there on the first day of winter, you know, so a good time to travel. So, oh, Lord, we pray. I want to lift up the uh, Chase family, good friend of mine, uh, yesterday we had his uh celebration of life, I want to lift up the Chase family and their loss. Oh Lord, we pray. There was a mention in in the announcements, in July we're going to have our Kairos weekend, Torres Kairos 42, so if any of you want to support that endeavor by buying meal tickets or signing a link on the prayer chain, see me sometime. We've also started ministry in another unit, the Nye unit, and we're going to have a one-day event all day long next Saturday, the, uh, the 25th, in the Nye unit. So uh, I'd like to lift that uh, event up in prayer. Oh, Lord, we pray. Then I think Fred had his hand up.
2: I have a rainbow. The rainbow is for you. And all the rainbows that you've given to us over these years, the Lord has blessed us.
0: Thank you. Oh, Lord, we pray.
3: Hi, I have a rainbow, and it's that um, on August 28th I will get married uh, with Eric Bertsel. And so I would like for us to pray for it to be an even keel for us.
0: Okay. Amen. Oh, Lord, we pray.
2: Because they
3: were, they were stuck in, on a ship in the Mediterranean with COVID and not testing negative. They finally tested negative, and they're on their way home today.
0: All right. Oh, Lord, we pray.
1: I'd like prayers for our brother, Steve, who's starting hospice tomorrow. Just, okay. that it's, yeah, just prayers. Thank
0: okay. you. Okay. Oh, Lord, we pray.
1: Safe travels for our friend Mary and her family on the way to California.
0: Okay. Travel mercies for Mary and her family. Oh Lord, we pray.
3: I also have a rattlesnake. My dad and one of my best friends has COVID, and I would like them to get better.
0: Okay, so we want to lift them up. Oh Lord, we pray.
3: So I'd
1: like to lift up my family. Especially for Father's Day in the 23rd. Some of you re- may remember that my son passed away a couple of years ago. And I lift up me and his brother and sister and his son and his ex wife. So if you could remember John, I would appreciate it.
0: Oh Lord, we pray. I'd like travel mercies. For- Heading for Wisconsin tomorrow. Okay. Oh, Lord, we pray.
1: I'd like to lift up my youngest daughter, Kara, who's starting a new life in Savannah, Georgia. They're on their way now. So we lift them up for travel mercies and uh, a good settling in. Also, I'd like to lift up my oldest daughter (laughs) that's here with us today.
0: So we want to lift up Kara and Kendall and the whole family. Oh, Lord, we pray. I just want to have a rainbow for uh, this wonderful congregation and that we're finally members of it. You've always been very welcoming and friendly, and we've really enjoyed our time here. And hopefully it'll just carry on even better now. Thank you. Okay. Oh, Lord, we pray.
2: I've got a concern. Will's having a procedure done tomorrow, and he's been having some health issues for the last couple of weeks. So let's keep them in our prayers.
0: Okay, for sure. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. we, we pray. pray. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for everything that you bless us with. We thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for this time together. We thank you that we still live in a place where we can come together and freely worship you and express our love for you and each other. Lord, we lift up those we've named and many who are unnamed. We lift up those anywhere who have recently lost loved ones, We lift up those who need healing of any kind. We lift up all the peoples of our world. Let us remember that you are the father of us all. We lift up our leaders and the leaders of all the nations of the world that they would seek and do your will. Lord, I ask that you would guide each and every one of us with your Holy Spirit, that we would all be better followers of Jesus. And now we pray as he taught us to pray, saying, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed it be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread start out by saying that since this is Father's Day, I want us to remember what Jesus taught us. It's the best thing for us to remember on Father's Day or any other day. But if you all remember, in Luke chapter 11, Jesus' disciples came to him one time, and they said something like, hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. John the Baptist's disciples taught them how to pray, so we want you to teach us how to pray. And we all know what he told them, right? He said, when you pray, say, Father, right? Father who art in heaven. So this morning, above everything else, we need to remember always that we are God's children, God is our Father, and every day should be a Father's Day that we remember our Father and remember our Father's love for each and every one of us. Our Scripture reading comes from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, which I was always taught was the oldest Bible, oldest book, in the New Testament as far as being actually written down. There are some biblical scholars these days who would argue that the book of James was the first book that was written down. But I'm going to stick with my old habit just because. And the other thing, the other Bible study lesson we can remember this morning is, you know, all of the tea books or letters in the New Testament are together, right? If you ever have any trouble finding any of them, if you can just find one of them, the other ones are going to be pretty close, right? It's 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus, right? So uh, they're all right there together. So this morning, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning with verse 12, Consider the word of the Lord. But we appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and have charge of you in the Lord and admonish you. Esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we encourage you, beloved, to admonish the idlers. Encourage the faint-hearted. Help the weak. Be patient with all of them. See that none of you repays evil for evil. but always seek to do good to one another and to all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the words of the prophets. But test everything, holding fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. The word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. Please be in prayer with me and for me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the love that you have shown all of us. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our salvation. Amen. Well, you know, we can go way back to the beginning in Genesis, and in Genesis chapter 3 there, when God is walking in the cool of the day with Adam and Eve, and he calls out to Adam, and Adam hides, right? Adam hides from God because he knows he's been a naughty boy. And, uh, and God says, why are you hiding? And Adam says, because I heard you coming, and I knew I was naked, all right? And God said, who told you you were naked? Who told you? Yeah. And Jesus reminded us close to the end of the Sermon of the Mount. Ma- well, actually, it was in chapter 6 there, Matthew, when he was teaching again on prayer, you know, he says, Y'all, He called his disciples and the people around him. He says, Y'all are evil, but you know how to give good gifts to your children, right? You know how to give good gifts to your children. So it really is simple for all of us, but we complicate it and we forget. And we forget. But God is our father. You know, think about when you were a small child, right? And you were with your father, hopefully, of, or 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 if the case was such that your mother, but in any case you're, as the Coneheads would say, your parental units, right, or one or both of them, when you're with your parental units, you didn't worry about anything, right? If you were going someplace, you knew everything would be taken care of. Whatever you needed, you knew it was going to be taken care of. That's the simple deal, and that's the... This, this, The story is true for all of us today and always will be. God's our Father and provides whatever we need. Now, in this particular chapter, or this portion of Paul's first letter that he wrote to the church in in Thessalonica, you could look at it, and I do look at it, as a recipe It's a recipe for how to have a harmonious church and a good life. But what's the deal with recipes? And y'all aren't going to believe this, but it's true. This morning I thought, you know, it'd be a nice sermon illustration to have a recipe card. So I went to the... In, in our kitchen over on the window ledge, there's, we have a, a wooden recipe box. It's actually was uh, from Rebecca's parents' house. And, and we use that sort of as a bookend with the edge of the window there and have a couple of, you know, four or five cookbooks there. And so I just opened up the recipe box, and I, I didn't look through anything. I just reached down and picked up a recipe, Right. And it says, Daddy's Biscuits. <laughs> okay? Okay, so now this, I, I think this is, this looks to me like Cindy, Rebecca's sister's handwriting. But anyway, you know, it says two cups of flour, two teaspoons of baking powder, a quarter teaspoon of soda, a teaspoon of salt. I don't, I don't need to read this all to you, but the point is... If you follow this recipe, you get biscuits, pure and simple. Now, if we decide, you know, two cups of flour, well, I don't have any flour, so I guess I'll just throw in cornmeal, you know. I don't have any baking powder either. Of Maybe I'll use oregano, you know, or something like that. You get my point. If we don't put the proper ingredients in the recipe, whatever it is we're making, we're not going to get the expected result. Now, I don't think any of us, for those of us who like to cook, you know, I've told you all before, I was blessed. I grew up in a family where almost everybody was a good cook, and I got to learn how to cook at an early age, and I enjoy it as I'm sure many of you do, but none of us who like to cook would dream about going into the kitchen and saying, well, there's the recipe book, but, you know, I think I'm going to go rogue today, right? You know? Now, yeah, yeah, you might play a little bit. You You know, there's some things that you can substitute for things, stuff like that, but you wouldn't completely go off the tracks, so to speak. And expect to get a cake or a pie or a loaf of bread or a casserole or, 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 or a pot of soup or whatever it is you were making if you deviated too much. But that's what we do all the time in our Christian lives. The recipe's real straightforward, real explicit, you know, it's all in here. And. We decide that, well, you know, instead of going to church today, there's a really nice flea market going on, you know. And I've been needing some new fleas anyway. So so I'm going to head over there. But it's here. And Paul lays it out again, okay. In this particular passage, starting out with verse 12, you know, he says, He says, treat your leaders that are above you in the church. And this is not necessarily your pastor. It could be someone who is a better disciple of Christ than you are. But in any case, it says, you know, treat them with love. They're doing a labor of love to try and help you be a better disciple of Christ. And this is particularly apropos this morning because, you know, y'all are getting a new pastor next week, okay? And I want to, again, encourage all of you. I know y'all will be welcoming and and all that, but we all look at things differently. Uh, Don't just immediately reject something that Cheryl may want to do just because we never did it that way, right? You know? the motto of all these churches that are closing is, you know, we've always done it that way. And, and like I said, you know, for those of you, I'm looking at Carl there, and Carol Ann, you know, for those of you who were, you know, week before last at conference, again, we closed some churches this year. We all have different gifts and graces. You all work with Cheryl, and uh, things will be good. Things will be good. Paul gives us some other advice there on how to get along together and all right. And this also, this also is exactly what I believe our heavenly father wants us to do. He says what? Be at peace with one another. I mean, how many of you that have more than one child like nothing better than in the world than to see your children fighting. Right? You know, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think any of you do. And our Heavenly Father doesn't like to see us fighting either. You know? We're supposed to be at peace with one another. We're supposed to encourage one another. We're supposed to tell each other when we're doing something wrong, right? The analogy of if you see somebody running toward the edge of a cliff... And you can stop them, you're going to stop them. I hope so. But often in our Christian community, in our Christian lives, we see somebody running toward the edge of, the, of a cliff, and we don't say anything. We don't say anything. We need to speak up. And Paul's telling us that here, too. If you see somebody doing something that's going to result in their death, be it physical or spiritual, say something. Stop them. That's what we're all called to do. Rex read the uh, first three verses out of the book of Jonah. And it says there, right, the word of the Lord came to Jonah son of Amittai. That's an interesting thing. Jonah was the son of... You all know what Amittai means? You know, you know I've told you you're supposed to... These, these names in the Bible mean something. Amittai means my faithfulness. My faithfulness. So you could say Jonah's, Jonah's father was my faithfulness. And the word of the Lord came to Jonah and he said... The wickedness of the people of Nineveh has come up before me. Go to them and tell them about it, right? Because God didn't want them to die, as God doesn't want anybody to die. And it was Jonah's responsibility to do something about it. You don't know what Nineveh means? Offspring of ease. I think that's pretty an interesting thought. The offspring of ease, right? They had it made, so to speak. But what did Jonah do? It said he tried to run, tried to run away from the Lord. He went down to Joppa, and he booked passage to Tarshish. Tarshish means she will cause poverty. She will cause poverty. And he paid his fare. Hmm. He paid his fare. So we're supposed to live at peace with each other, encourage the faint-hearted, do what we can to be a living, vibrant, growing body and then he says what this is the remember this is a recipe for a good church community a good community and a good life in general rejoice always right pray constantly and whatever the circumstances are give thanks give thanks right And again, I'm sure all of us in here have had situations where, oh, boy, it just looked horrible. It just looked horrible. Or whatever happened completely upset our apple cart, right? Whatever plans we had were completely upended by something that went on, and then it turned out to be a very, very good thing, right? a very good thing we don't know we just don't know anytime something happens so paul says god says the smart money is on being thankful for it right moreover moreover again i want to remind us all it doesn't just say you know rejoice always pray constantly in all circumstances give thanks." It says what? Because this is God's will in Christ Jesus for you, right? This is God's will in Christ Jesus for you, you know. Again, you don't ever have to question what God's will is. It's right there spelled out for you, and back there too when it's telling us how we should get along with each other, you know, it says, never return evil for evil. I want you to think about this long and hard. Evil is whatever opposes God's will. That's what evil is. So when you keep that in mind, none of us, none of us, ever, ever, should take part in any kind of evil because then we, would be, we are openly disobeying God's will. We're going against God's will when we take part in evil. When we remember that, too, it makes it a whole lot easier to keep up with Leviticus 19, too, right? Be holy because I, the Lord your God, am holy, right? If we're abstaining from every form of evil, that it's talking about there. So, friends, the recipe's there. It always has been, and it's gonna be till none of us are breathing any longer, right? So, I want you to remember each and every day, and multiple times throughout the day, we get the choice that Jonah got. I would even say, to think of yourself, we're all Jonah. We're all Jonah. The only question is, is, are we going to pay the fare and the belly of the whale? or Are we going to accept the free gift and be in God's presence? In everything, give thanks. Amen. Now go in peace as you go. Be thankful. And do that with the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen.